0: hello everyone uh, welcome to all radio's workmanship podcast i'm todd i have logan with me good morning logan
1: hey good morning
0: uh today we're continuing our conversation around prayers that change us um this week is uh, going to be logan and i talking about it and um logan is going to share some of his uh things out of Psalms that he prays that really transform his life and help him uh, be different in a day or a time when he needs it. So um, I'll kick it over to Logan really quick and I'm uh, looking forward to hearing what he has to say today.
1: Well, thanks, Todd. Yeah. I mean, the, um, the, the Psalms kind of sometimes feels like cheating because there's, because, uh, you know, there's just so many, there's so many that's so rich. Um, you know, I, I, I remember, um, you know, growing up, my, my dad, when he kind of taught me how to read the Bible, he used to always, you know, we used to get up in the morning. Sometimes I remember when I was in high school and we would read a proverb and then we'd read a psalm. And, you know, they just kind of, um, because of that discipline, and it, it wasn't, and it, I think we did that for a couple of years. And, you know, they just really, you know, kind of when you're young like that and like you're reading the Bible, it just kind of gets down into your bones. So to me, sometimes like when I, when I read through the Psalms, there's, a, there's always a, like a, just a consistent theme of, of bringing me, you know, peace and encouragement um, because of that, not only because that's what they're designed to do, but also because of that, you know, that connection that I had with my dad. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to share one that, that I consistently go back to, um, especially when I feel you know, there's so many, there's so many that, that when David wrote the Psalms and it's unclear whether or not he wrote all of them, but, um, he had quite a, quite a time when he felt pressed and stressed on all sides. And so, um, one of the, my favorite ones is Psalm 54 and I'll just read it. And then I'll kind of just go through a little bit of what these different things kind of mean to me, but, um, Come with great power, O God, and rescue me. This is Psalm 54 in the New Living Translation. Defend me with your might. Listen to my prayer, O God. Pay attention to my plea. For strangers are attacking me. Violent people are trying to kill me. They care nothing for God. But God is my helper. The Lord keeps me alive. May the evil plans of my enemies be turned against them. Do as you promised and put an end to them. I will sacrifice a voluntary offering to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good for you have rescued me from my troubles and helped me triumph over my enemies. And so there's just been, there's just so many times when, when you do, when, you know, you felt, feel beset on all sides. And um, that reminder, a reminder, first off, it's like, come with your great power, oh God, and rescue me. And it's like setting, setting the, the Lord in his rightful place, which is, that he's the one who rescues right and I, I love to rescue i love to see myself as somebody who can come help and when when people in my life have have problems you know it's like i, I there's something in me that loves to respond I'm like hey you know oh you need you need something you know i want to i want to come help you and um but but you know kind of just acknowledging that that that's him that he, that's that's really his role for me is is um it's not going to be a person it's going to be him and even sometimes when he uses people like it's him using somebody in my life. Um, but just recognizing how how powerful the God is, right? You come with your great power, defend me with your might. And then, um, you know, you know, strangers are attacking me. Violent people are trying to kill me. Now, there's probably hasn't been anything in my life that significant where people are actually trying to kill me, you know, as they were with David. But sometimes it can feel that way. You can know, just feel that like these people are just coming at me from every different direction and you just feel overwhelmed by, you know, the, the, the requests or, you know, the, the issues and the problems, you know, I'm in a job where it's a lot of troubleshooting and a lot of helping people solve their problems from a technology perspective. But I remember even, even this week, I started a new job a couple of weeks ago and not yesterday, but the day before was my, I call it my baptism by fire, when I literally had, you know, one one big customer like hey, demanding that I'm on on a support call with them at the same time that I had another one scheduled at the same time, that I'm just in the car driving to go to another one, and then all this stuff is going on, everything's going wrong, and I've you know I've only been there a week and a half, and so I didn't even know how to get help. You know, and so you just don't even know where your resources are and just feeling totally like, you know, and then these big meetings are happening. So I'm calling all the people that I know and none of them are picking up. And so like, oh, my gosh. And I felt that I felt that in the moment, like, this is it. I'm going to fail. And to me, you know, as I've shared before, that that feeling of like of being set up for failure is probably the worst one where it's like there's no way. I just, I just don't see a way out. I just don't see a way a path to to doing what people are are expecting of me. And it's just like you get in that moment. and It's like, Lord, you are the one who has the power. Rescue me. Defend me with your might. Listen to my prayer, oh God. Pay attention to my plea. And then you know. And then so out of that, there's that first section which is just the absolute desperation of the moment. And then, and then the second part of the prayer is like reaffirming. And finding that peace, but God is my helper. The Lord is the one who keeps me alive. The Lord is the one who helps me. You know, and He is the one who's going to thwart the plans, the the evil plans of my enemy. And He and is that all important section like, do as you promised. You're the one who promised to take care of me, and then what? What is my part during that? Is that at the end it says, "I will sacrifice a voluntary offering to you," and and, and what is that a voluntary offering I will praise your name O Lord for it is good and so I think that this is an important thing that I that, like a discipline that I learned I don't know a few years ago which is that there are many times where I do not feel like praise I do not feel like um but that's that's beside the point that it is sometimes when we come in it is a sacrifice of praise it is is determining even though I don't feel like it, I'm still going to do it because it's not about me. And it takes the focus off of me and puts the focus on him. It's like I I'm, I'm consumed by my own my own situation. I'm consumed by that. But I'm going to voluntarily start talking about how amazing God is. And it's like, even though I just I want to be consumed by my well by what's going on. And it's like that. That focus shifts from me to him. He's good. He's trustworthy, sovereign. And then immediately that peace comes. Um, and then at the you know the end that uh, for you have rescued me from my troubles and helped me triumph for my enemies. And it's like he's reminding himself like it's about God, and he's done this before. Like he has rescued me from his from my troubles, and he has helped me triumph. It's not the first time he's done this. Um, you know, think back to those times of remembrance of like of the things that God has done already. And yeah, it just brings me to a place of focus off of me, focus onto him, and then reminding myself of what he's done in the past. And then it can bring me to a place of peace, which is usually the whole point is to come to a place of peace so you can wait and rest in it and not take it on yourself and be like, hey, this too shall pass or you know, in, instead of that scrambling that I get into, like that scrambling of like, what do, do? what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And it's like, I don't do anything. I wait on the Lord. I allow his peace to come in over me. And then, you know, even if I have, even if I don't know what to do, and even if I'm beset on all sides, if I can in, be in that moment in peace, it's, it, it changes everything. Changes everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um oh man there's like 15 or 20 sentences you said in there that i wanted to stop and pause and like reflect on each one of them sorry we can Um, go back
1: i was kind of on a roll sorry todd yeah you're on a great (laughs) roll and
0: and um so unpacking a few thoughts for me right um so i have the tendency to Kind of interstates where I'm thinking kind of victim thoughts, right? Where I'm not thinking of myself as like a beloved child of Christ. That's a that that has strength and and is a warrior. I'm thinking of myself as a victim that things are happening to. Um, and to hear someone like David who had the heart after God struggling with the same thing is like super encouraging right for me like oh my gosh one of these people that i admire from the bible uh that had courage and his strength and a heart after god and was like beloved enough of god that like he promised that like jesus would come from his line right um so there's that that's just like overwhelming to think like oh okay this person who i admired so much felt the same kind of despair the same kind of anxiety and depression and like just like oh everything is going bad for me right he felt that same he felt those same feelings struggled with those same feelings and to hear about how he like requested help from god right um and it wasn't one of the, it's not a give me prayer, right? It is like, well, there's part of it, but it's, like, it's just like, you've already promised this, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just, I was like, hey, like, hey, I, I need this promise to come through now. Um, and it's also this like thing of like, hey, like I'm out of control, right? Like, like everything is stacked against me and I'm out of control. I have no hope. And, like, just expressing that sorrow and stuff to God is so exceptional, right? And then the ending part of of that, like, you know, the praise portion of it. So, um, oh, man. So the, they're all so good, right? Those are, like, the three big things out of it for me it is, like, oh, my gosh, it's like me, right? Like, mm-hmm. I have the tendency to do this. Like um isolate and not be around people not be around the friends i have not be around the things that need to keep todd sharp um then feeling woeful and like everything's going bad for me And then coming back and going oh yeah these are the promises that god has for me this is not who i really am i'm, I'm something different um then that sacrificial offering right like that that praise piece where like there's like so many times where I don't want to praise. Right. Or I go into church and not wanting to be in that mindset. Um, And then like praising for a little while just changes everything. Right. Um, And something we talked about last week that is, this is going to stick me through me for a while because it's something that I'm Intensely struggling with is that stanza from the serenity prayer, right? Trust that you'll make all things right if I surrender to your will. Like, that's what I hear in that closing statement from, uh, from David. I'm going to trust that you'll make all things right. I'm going to actively surrender to your will through this sacrifice. Right. And that's like, oh, okay. Like, that's that's the place right for for me to go and be reminded to go to and Mm -hmm. some days i feel like i have to go back and listen to my own podcast because i'm like so out of sorts right yeah um but that that's you know that's that piece there um oh man like all those pieces there are like hitting like spots for me um all at the same time so uh yeah that that that's that's that piece being able to carve out a piece for me to be able to do that so um Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and you get you you hit that at the that idea of it's like um and I think that's one one thing that was that has been on on a huge blessing of you being in my life and t- kind of teaching teaching me this or reteaching me is that is that there's just such something encouraging about knowing that other people are struggling even if you can't do anything about it that mm-hmm. or that these people that you may have respect for you may look up to or whatever they had similar struggles you know and you, when you see David struggle and you go David is such like he's he's credited as being a man after God's own heart. Right. Yeah. And then, and then seeing the depths of his, of his despair and seeing what, you know, his lack of understanding who he was sometimes and, and being, and I think there's, there's, there's two things there. There's like the discipline of being honest with God. And he's like honest with him in many of the Psalms of like, like I, you know, what are you doing? You know, like questioning. It's yeah. like just being himself, even in his prayer life. And I think that's, you know, you there's a there's a thing of like, yes, you know, there should we should have a respect for God, but we should all we should also, He knows who we are, and and not even telling Him how we're really feeling, or sometimes even feeling like He's not coming through on what He said He was going to do. Like He knows we're that we're there, but the, yeah. uh, the the authenticity of being your true self with Him. And then with others, you know, like this was written down and seeing that, like seeing that vulnerability from somebody else is so encouraging because we all know that at uh, deep down that we are vulnerable and we're weak and we oftentimes lose, lose hope and, yeah. you know, seeing that. And then I think that's the important thing of being, we've kind of stressed on it, being in a community with other people that not just being in community, but like being in a community involves sharing vulnerabilities. You know, you can be mm-hmm. in a group with somebody. If that person just talks about everything that's going on great in their life, and they never tell you that they're struggling, I, I would str- I would stretch to say that I don't know that you're in community with them. But it, a real community is based on actually sharing each other's burdens. And that involves you actually allowing people to share what you're going through as well. Um, that's something yeah. that you that you've been you've kind of taught me is like the power of transformation that can happen when you take like a group even a, a group of people and then you start to share the vulnerability, and then that's reciprocated. and it creates this wonderful life-giving um, you know moment of people actually sharing each other's burdens. But somebody has to go first and yeah. actually share something real. Um, that's the gift that you bring to any group that you're in Todd, because Todd, Todd would do that. We'd go to a group of people and he'd be like, yeah, I'm really struggling with this. And it's like, dang, man, he like, he he shared that. And then you just reciprocate by, yeah, I'm sharing, I'm, I'm struggling too. And it would just bring the group to an entirely different level of like, of reality very quickly Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, just being on the surface. So something that I miss about you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. um I don't know. It's it's the only way I know how to be now, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, this is what I'm struggling with, yeah, right? Authentic, right? Yeah. yeah, and even when it's super messy and it's all my fault, I still like share that, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is where I'm at. This is my perspective. Exactly where I'm at. And like, if I'm like stuck in a mode where I'm thinking more like a victim, it, it doesn't sound very good, right? It sounds like everybody else's problem it's like everybody else is wrong, I'm right. Uh like I'm like angry at everybody because they're wrong, right? <laughs> and it's never true. Um yeah. but at the same time, that's like having friends where I can say those things is important because how am I gonna get out of thinking like that if I don't have a friendship or somebody says, Dod, you're thinking like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um yeah that happened on a, a car ride yesterday with uh one of my friends. we went down to do a meeting and and it was like, Hey, you're kind of that sounded like very empowered there it's just sounded like it's everybody else's fault right um you use way more direct words than that, but um yeah <laughs> more direct like, oh, yeah all wow right <laughs> and you're right exactly right that's exactly what I'm doing uh, i'm not owning any part in any of this at all i'm saying it's, it's always somebody else's fault um but that like just having that there is it's a miracle right um it's a miracle to have it even though there might be some hard conversations and um yeah like there and then You know, one of the other things I know about who I am is I'm uh, a truth-sayer into people's lives, right? Like, um, what is done for me by others, I do for others as well, right? And, um, you know, I'm I'm so thankful for having close friends that support me so I can be able to do that because it's hard. It's hard to to bring some of those messages into people's lives that... um, there right like um there's times when i see people behaving like people that i've known in the past like their behaviors i've seen lead to relapse and i have to tell them about it and it sucks because they don't believe me mm-hmm. and i'm like but I'm like i don't know what to tell you i think 100 percent of the people i know who relapsed have talked like you so i don't have anything else to like give you right besides like my observation there mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay It's okay that that's some of the conversations I have to have. Um I'm just so grateful that God is allowing me to be in people's lives and allowing me to share him with people so they can you know so I can be okay and hopefully they can be okay as well. so mm-hmm. um which is kind of hopefully the spirit of this podcast, right? is uh, a conversation about God that helps people um get you know deeper connected to god as well um in there so um so we talked about like how important it is to feel the struggle so that they like that that openness that david has is a replication for what we should have right um i think one of the big things for me in, in that one too um is that, that bringing up what his promise was, right? And God doesn't break any of his promises. Um, he never has for me. But there are times my attitude prevents me from seeing that he's actually fulfilling his promise to me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right? And like when I hear those words from David... I don't hear it as a demand to God, like, remember these things because you're not. It is, for me, it feels more like, help me remember the promises because I don't see them right now, right? Like, I don't see them coming through in any part of my life right now. I, I need something so I can see them because I know they're there, but I I can't see them, so I, I, I need that, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's that. That's oftentimes the 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 gap is not is for us is not recognizing how God is answering the prayer our prayers. Yeah. You know, we we get stuck in our humanity of, you know, of course, you know we're human, right? The and the limitations that go with it, but just that where we we don't we can't see outside the box like He can, and so we think think yeah. that the answer has to come in a in a particular vector, like in a particular way, and we don't see that actually he's doing something very different, but that it's actually at the end of at the end of it's actually a much better way of of, of solving the problem, yeah. and you know something that's more something that's less you know about me or that's more holistic, something that's be- that's better for me, even though like I can pray and and have many times in my life prayed and asked the Lord for things that I had no business getting, and actually if I got them they would have destroyed me. Right. You know, and, yeah. and so, you know, as a good father, he he looks at us is like, well, I know you're asking for this, you know, I'm not going to give you a, 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 you know, a stone when you ask me for bread, but I'm also not going to give you the thing that I know is going to destroy you. I'm going to give you something better, but you may not recognize it as better until, you know, you rest and, you see things from my, from his perspective. And so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's often times where we just have, we just don't see, we don't see the way he's answering our prayer. Um, We have to like widen our vision.
0: Yeah. Almost a not A hundred percent of the time, but a huge chunk of time. God shares stuff with me that is like change your perspective. Not a, there is like, The present you need is already there. You just don't see it. I'm already giving you the blessing that you need. You just don't see it. You need to see it differently. Um, And almost all of my prayers are like met in that manner, right? Um, Or to do something I don't understand, like be still and know that I'm God. Okay, well, that feels very... um, like, non-activating to me, like, I should be doing something, um, not just being still. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to start thinking about, like, the being still is an action that is different, that that, is un, that isn't a weak action or isn't a, like, victim action. It is a powerful action of a statement of what I'm doing, not a different action, right? So, and there's, like, so many of those things that uh, doing them also requires the right... Like mindset, if that makes sense, um, the the mindset of like, hey, like you, you're God and you're in control. I'm doing this because you're worthy of doing it. Not a different thing, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, the I mean, who knows the who can understand the, you know, the mind of God, right? I mean, we we can't we can't understand yeah. him. We can't understand his ways we can just that's that I, I remember we kind of touched on it at the, at the end of our last podcast we did where there's that that exchange of like where he gives us the free will to make our own decisions but then we voluntarily say actually i'm not going to use it you know you may have given it to me but i'm not going to use it i'm going to rely on you um you know and putting him you know, putting that and that's that faith aspect that the faith of of is God who who really who he says he's going to be is and is he really going to act the way he says he's going to act well you know i'm going to trust that he's going to even when i don't understand it and you know act as if and continue to order my life as as if he is good and he's doing things the right way and it's amazing it's amazing the peace that comes from doing that of, let, of letting go of control and, and handing it over and you know, doing it, you know, it's a, doing it enough times over a, a certain period of time. Like it becomes easier um because I've never once in my life been in that place giving my will over to God where it didn't come back better than it would have been if I were, if, if I, you know, if I had my hands on the wheel um, but it's never easy. It just yeah. gets easier when you see that the res- the results are there. But then the stakes get higher, you know, especially when you allow more people into your life, you know, and and then now you're trusting in God for them. Yeah. Because, you know, and you're there to, you know, helping to share their burdens and and trying to encourage them to, to remain in that place. And it's, it's tough, but.
0: It is. Um, It's also tough. Like, you know, like God calls us to like, relieve all of our will over to him and he simultaneously calls us to go run a race with all of our might right and like i can feel like like you can do one at a time man i really struggle with doing both of those at the same time right when i go try to run the race with all my might i just do it all on my own And then when I, like, turn my will over to God, I'm not really running the race at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, If that makes sense. Like, I think that's the heart of my struggle today is doing both of those at the same time, right? Like, doing the things that God's called me to do and run a a well-run race, like, that's at the limit of my ability but do it all at the same time as being completely uh, subservient to God, and my will is completely turned over to Him at the same time, right? I like. I think that's the summation of my struggle right now. Is I just go back and forth between one or the other, and I seldom do both at the same time. If that mm-hmm. makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean that's 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 really tough to do. Is like, hey, go run the race, right? Put everything that you have into it, but at the same time, have it not be you. It's they, the two yeah. things seem seem to be in direct conflict with each other.
0: They do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that would be the summation of my struggle today because I feel God calling me to go run the race, right? To go put forth my maximum effort in the things I'm called to do right now, uh, but also do it completely subservient to Him. And like every time I go full bore, I like do it all on my own. I'm miserable, irritable, discontent. And then as soon as I like shift off of like putting my will out of it, I'm, I'm not running the race the way I need to. Right. um So that, that's <laughs> that's the summation of my entire struggle right now. All summed up, right, in that little like the psalm that you read all together, all at once, in like a few stanzas. Right. That's. That that's a summation of where I'm at right now. Um,
1: it's like um, it's like when my wife um asked me to to play a to play a board game, and like she'll play a board game, and then she I don't get this because like if I'm playing a game, I want to win, right? I either don't care, and I'm just there, or I care and I want to win. And she does this thing where she's like, "Well, I'm going to play to have fun. I still want to win." But I'm not going to, but it's, I'm not going to like, I don't know how she does it, but she's like very graceful. She's like putting her maximum effort into playing this game, but okay with however it ends. And like, I just don't, I so mightily struggle. To me, that's, it's very similar to what you're saying. Like, it's like, I'm going to go put all of my effort into this, but at the same time that I'm putting my maximum effort in, I'm going to be okay with whatever the result is. I'm going to be okay with the result either being, um, victory defeat or whatever it is. And then just be like, to care enough to put my maximum effort into something, but then also to be able to release the result is something that I, I, I really have a hard time with. I have a hard time playing a game for fun. Um, you know, so I think that's that, that, um, that it's like being able to release the the result of my effort. Cause I, if I'm going to put in the maximum effort into something, I want to see a return. I want to see like yeah. something good come out of it and to be able to like, you know, I want you to put your effort in and even if the result is not good, it's like, well, Lord, why would you ask me to do that? He's like, well, because I wanted you to be obedient or I want It could be a variety of ways that he had the reasons yeah. why he asked us to do that. But yeah, that's my takeaway from there.
0: Yeah. Well, Yeah, you know, I have yet another thing to go struggle with this week that we've uncovered. (laughs) Uh, It feels like every single episode we do this, I uncover something that Todd needs to work on, (laughs) and we're like, hey, look at that! I got to go work on something else. Yeah. Uh, Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm super grateful for that like process, right? That hey, uh, we've gone through this process together and talked about these things and there's these things that help us like sharpen who we are so we can go out and be the men we need to be and the people we need to be um, for God in the world. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a lot that gets all tied into that. So um, I think this is probably a good stopping place today, Logan. Um, So next week we'll continue this. There is a few more prayers that I know of that I would like to talk about. So, um, I'll leave you guys, um, you know, who've made it to the end here. And uh, then, you know, there'll be another week of, uh, prayers. Um, yeah. And uh, thank you guys so much for, um, being here today and listening to us. Um, Logan, would you like to pray us out today?
1: Absolutely. Lord, we, we do thank you that you, um, that you love us even more than we can imagine. Um, even though we often forget who we are in you, Lord, that you um, never forget who we are. Um, we thank you that you that your promises are things that we can we can bank on. Um, and that when we release things to you, lord, that's that's the best place for those cares to be. Um, that you you care even more deeply about our struggles, even sometimes than we do. Um, but you are faithful to bring us through and to bring us to a place um, that's a good place for us to be. Um, Lord, you rejoice in seeing our triumph and our and the peace um, in your timing and in your ways. And Lord, I just pray for each and every one of us that we would be able to release our will to you um, more and more and find that peace that you bring. Amen. Amen.